I hit 2 million subscribers on my YouTube channel. How does that even happen? How does one even do that? I don't really know, but we're gonna talk about it. Welcome to That's Really Cool Man. Oh no. You're special. What's up guys? Good to see everybody again. Episode 3 of That's Really Cool Man. Feeling good, feeling nice. Quarantine has not gotten to me yet, uh, unbelievably, right? Because we're like, I don't even know how long into this bitch, and uh, I still feel fine. I'm still staying productive. Um, like I said, happy to have gotten this podcast off the ground. You guys seem to really be into it and really vibing with it, getting a lot of nice messages and DMs on my channels, uh, you know, people saying that this is really helping them get through this weird ass time. So again, I ask if you're listening uh, on Apple Podcasts, please spare five seconds and leave me a nice five star review. Click that five star, leave a little something nice as I adjust my mustache because I could do that now. Um, and also, if you listen on Spotify, um, you know, hit that follow button and you'll be notified whenever a new episode comes out, which is weekly, uh, getting a, a good amount of messages asking. Um, you know how often this thing will be, and I'm aiming for weekly mofos. I'm 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 doing the uh, the real deal here. You know, I want it to be so that you listen to an episode, and then literally seven days later, you could listen to get this another episode. We're going with that OG formula. Um, but yeah, I uh, I oh thank you for uh, uh, also participating in the hoodie competition. It wasn't really a competition. It was more of like a uh, 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 sweepstakes gambling uh, gambling is not the right word gambling is illegal in many um, states and, and, and all schools uh, all kindergartens um, around the, the block but uh, last podcast I said you know subscribe to uh, this YouTube video podcast channel if you're watching on YouTube leave a comment and also follow me on my Instagram at coolmancoffeedan uh, to enter to win a free your special storm die hoodie and uh, I randomized I clicked I found a random profile and uh, this nice good artist named Bailey um, really cool looking girl uh, she won the hoodie so I sent that out congrats to Bailey congrats to you Bailey um, congrats on the uh, alcohol beverage named after you that's awesome Bailey's I think it's a whiskey or a bourbon, um, for those listening who are too young to drink, you shouldn't know about that. Why do I know about it? I'm 24. I'm allowed to know about it. Um, but uh, congrats to her. Uh, the merch is finally being shipped. I know it's been a minute, um, but uh, it was a pre-order after all, and, and we know there was going to be some uh, delays in the mailing because of the whole coronavirus thing, but uh, they are being safely mailed out this week. I just started getting tagged in my stories uh, with people getting uh, the packages in the mail. That's awesome. Please, if you ordered, uh, you know, tag me on Instagram, send me messages of y'all wearing it, of y'all rocking it. It is so soft and so cool. And, uh, you know, there's still hoodies and stickers available right now in stock. We restocked everything um, except the joggers and the t-shirts um, right now, as of now. Um, so if you're trying to cop, feel free to at coolman.store. Um, and yeah, guys, I mean, we hit uh, 2 million subscribers on YouTube, which is absolutely insane. Um, I remember in 2011, I hit... 
uh, uh, 50,000, which is a lot. And uh, uh, it's no small feat back then, but um, the fact that it happened to me so long ago, and then around like 2012, 2013, that's when I kind of stopped doing like, I don't know, I stopped making YouTube videos around that time. And it was tough. Like, I remember I lost like creative juices in my life around this time. I was trying to just be a random teenager, like a, your normal teenager around this time. Girls, alcohol, parties. And uh, I realized that I lost something like magical in my life and that something magical was YouTube. Um, and uh, the, I call this with my friends like the dark ages of, of, of my creative YouTube life. It was it started in 2013 for sure. And it it went all the way up until like 2016, 2017. So like a hot four or five years there where I just felt like I wasn't being creative. I wasn't being my full, uh, I wasn't meeting my full potential as a creator, as an artist. Um, and I feel like that's because you know, uh, all I knew growing up was posting on YouTube. I, I never knew anything other than, you know, staying in my bedroom, recording a fun skit, editing that fun skit, um, and then uploading it to this virtual audience, which, you know, like sometimes it was like a hundred people watching, then it grew to like a thousand, then it grew to a few thousand. And uh, that kind of accumulated all the way through to like 2011 when I like, I remember I hit 50,000 subscribers. It was unreal. Um, and then, uh, you know, I fell off of it. And I, I, like I said, I really started missing it. And I also started missing all the perks and quirks that, that came with YouTube culture, like the friends. I would like my weekends were straight up shooting YouTube videos. I wasn't going to parties freshman year of high school. It was me shooting YouTube videos and then talking to my YouTube friends on Skype while I edited. And that was my entire weekend. Then I would post and respond to comments and then go back to school on Monday. That's all I knew. Um, and I loved it, and I loved it so much. Um, and I learned so I learned a ton back then. Like, I, I, I didn't know it, but I was learning what, like, you know, people are, like, clawing at, at like, getting, like, a, like an online how-to-be-a-YouTuber course 101 nowadays, like, paying extreme amounts of money. It's like, like, the 50-year-old dude on Wall Street trying to figure out how to start a YouTube channel nowadays. I was doing that for free and, and thriving. And um, I feel like once I stopped, I lost something special. Um, and uh, I, I got my second chance in 2017, you know, when my first video, my first animated video uh, was uh, the one to go viral, like Lucky Me, the first one that I took a stab at went viral, video called Snakes Have Legs, the OGs know, um, and, uh, you know, after that, like, it all, it all just made sense again, I was given my second chance to continue making videos, and uh, I remember once, like, the the, uh, the subscribers and views started coming in, man, like, holy shit, that, that, it, my channel was literally at 50,000 subscribers from 2011 to 2017. There was no, like, I didn't really lose subscribers because I was, I was, like, not active, and uh, I didn't gain any subscribers, obviously. So, once I started gaining my new subscribers and my new followers, and I started, like, I remember when I passed, like, 60,000, it was like, holy shit, Danny's back in town, baby, and uh, very quickly went up to 70, and then 80, and then I hit 100,000, and that was huge, um, and then I hit 1 million, and that was about a year ago, that was, that was fucking huge, um, 
and uh, you know, a few days ago I hit two million, and I always, I always forget how big of a deal this is. Like it's huge. Uh, two million people decided to press the subscribe button on my main channel. Like that is not supposed to happen, and I'm very glad that it did. But the the fact that you know it happened to me, I I struggle to like take a second to realize like the magnitude of it. Like that's huge, and I'm doing this for a full time living now. Like I'm I'm paying rent and 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 uh, you know like able to do art full time. Like that that was always the dream. But as far as I, as I was as I like I wasn't sure how I was gonna make that happen. The dream was always to draw for a living. And when I was in eighth grade. I thought that was going to be like illustrating for other people's children books or something, which sounded exciting. But um, the fact that I, I now get to do that on my own, um, on my, you know, it's my own ideas and my own creativity and I'm, I'm my own boss. That's incredible. And the fact that I've been given this chance, um, kind of like a second chance, really, because I was inactive on YouTube for so many years um, after I was given my first chance, I, I'm never, you know, I, I count myself so lucky, you know, hashtag blessed, blessed life. Um, and I get asked a lot, like, how do you, how do you feel about that? Like, how do you feel that, uh, how do you feel about your success on social media? And, and how do I do that? And really, like, the answer I always come back to is, is just like, keep doing it, like, keep going for it, like, keep posting, keep experimenting. If something doesn't work, then try something else. Also, if something doesn't work, maybe you just didn't try it enough times for it to catch. Maybe the right person didn't see it yet, you know? For me, I think literally it just took like one meme page to see my my animation um, and repost it. And that's what kicked it all off for me. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if like you only have 50 views on a video. What if one of those views is like Tom Cruise or something? You know what I mean? Like some huge celebrity. Like it doesn't matter how many people are watching. It matter who's watching. Um, say you're like a, a smaller YouTuber and you're getting like a thousand views on a, like per video, which is huge, by the way, if you're getting a thousand views per video and like the, the, like that batch of people are like some of the coolest, most engaged fellow artists, fellow creators in the world, that's a million times better than like 10,000, a hundred thousand bots watching and liking and commenting on your, on your stuff. Like I saw an Instagram page the other day. I'm not going to name it, but it's like guy and girl, like super simple humor that is like so cringe. Um, and it has like millions of followers. And uh, I look at the videos and I'm like hate watching all this. Obviously, I didn't follow them, but um, it's like very simple stuff. And, uh, you know, meant to like just prey on like, uh, I don't know, kids and like people with with God awful personalities. But the comments, there was like 30,000 comments per post, per video. And that doesn't happen. I just know that that's naturally not happening unless you're like Kanye West or Kim Kardashian or something. Like, that's not happening on these videos. Why is that happening? And I hit up a buddy. I'm like, yo, these are bots, right? I send him the uh, the, the video link. And uh, he was like, yeah, I just saw like a, a bot comment the same thing 15 times. And uh, sure enough, I look and it's like all just like, emo like, you don't want that. You don't want just fake. You don't want to be buying followers, buying likes. Like, you don't want that. You want genuine good. If you have 10 followers on Instagram, for example, and you're getting 10 likes, that's a 100% engagement rate. You know what I mean? Your 10 followers are like vibing with your stuff. If you have 100 subscribers on YouTube 
and you're getting 100 views, you're killing it. You're killing it. Even if you're only getting 10 views, what if those 10 people are like, you know, super powerful and like, you know, one of them offers to like make like edit your videos or like build your website for free. That's like it's 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 stuff like that that I think is very important to hear. Um, and, uh, it's the advice that I find myself giving time and time again, um, when, uh, you know, when, when, when people ask me how I feel about all this, um, and there's certain pillars, there's certain, uh, uh, what's the word checkpoints along the way that make me feel validated in my craft. Like you're not always going to be feeling like, oh my God, this is amazing. You know, you're going to be feeling like, you're going to be feeling like that when, uh, you hit like a milestone for sure you're going to be feeling that when you hit like 100 subscribers when you hit 500 subscribers you're going to be feeling that you're going to be feeling like wow look at me you're going to take a moment to celebrate um but even after a while those get a little boring you know um there's going to be true moments of validation that you can't beat you can't really get tired of though um and uh stuff like that for me was like um like doing my first like merch drop like my, my first hoodie drop was huge like I, I wasn't expecting to to sell like any any more than like a hundred hoodies, and the manufacturer was telling me I needed to sell a minimum of, of three hundred, and I was getting all nervous that I wouldn't meet that, and uh, I dropped it at midnight, and I sold three hundred in like the first thirty minutes. It was unreal, um, and then uh, by the end of it, I, I I think I sold out by the end of the weekend. This is the uh, pink and blue hoodies that that uh. It was what I put on my website about a, a year ago, over a year ago. If anybody has them, those were super limited edition. If you have them, you kind of like are a part of this like this like first batch family, you know, this this thing that I dipped my toes into and, and was kind of new at. Like I designed that hoodie myself. I fulfilled it myself, which, you know, at the end of the weekend, like I sold like over a thousand hoodies. Like it was insane. And I didn't have a fulfillment company and a fulfillment company is like a warehouse that like packages it all up and handles customer service and mails it all out around the world. I didn't have that. I didn't think that far ahead. I just did it, um, which sometimes is to a fault. I mean, I, 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 I was lucky enough that I had friends in my life that straight up came, you know, to me and, and helped me like package like hundreds of hoodies up with like sticky mailing labels all up on the wall and like, we got a bunch of like packages mixed up, mixed mixed up, and we were like literally like calling Uber XLs and like putting like a hundred hoodie packages into a garbage bag and like a bunch of garbage bags in the back of the hoodie uh, in in the back of the Uber XL, and then like driving it to the post office. And uh, this it was like a crazy part of my. This was last year, and I've I've got enough fulfillment company back then, but it was literally just me and the homies, and I'm like paying them with like dinner and pizza, and uh, we just like would go go to the post office and go in the back. I don't even know if we were allowed to, but we went into like government run facility post office and got one of like the carts that like holds like a hundred boxes of, of of shit and we just would pour the garbage bags of hoodies into it and just wheel it back in but that was a validating moment for me like i i all of a sudden like i was in business like i was in merch business and that happened out of nowhere and that was sick um another validating point in my life was uh, uh I, I threw my first irl event my first in real life event and uh that was sick like that was 
that was probably one of the best nights of my life. And that was uh, actually a year ago yesterday. I'm recording this on uh, May 5th, 2020. Um, it was my uh, it was my first event. I did it with Catnips, my friend Harry, Harry Hambly, who runs Catnips, the Instagram account. Um, we did it at 368 Broadway, Casey Neistat Studio Space. And it was just like a bunch of pieces coming together. I was able to do it at that studio space for free because I was friends with the dudes that ran it. I had friends do this amazing cloud installation. Like it looked like you were flying in the sky. It was cotton clouds lit all cool, like pink and blue. And there was like Christmas lights in them. And um, um, they did that for free too. Like it's such a wild concept to me because now I... I'm in the position now where I I can and I I do pay friends because now I just like feel like not only do they deserve it but like please let me pay you now. Um, but back then I just really didn't have the the bandwidth to pay and I was current I was I was counting on um, motherfuckers like just having good hearts and like doing this for for lo- the love of it and like you know I would buy them food and dinner and all that but I had this whole event put together. Um, for like like zero budget pretty much like we were just munching on pizza and shit and uh it came out to be like the most beautiful decorated space in all of new york city for that night um and uh it was like open house so like tourists that had no idea who me or catnips was would walk in to experience it for a little bit and it was so gratifying because it was like months in the in the process of bringing it together and then it was days of work and staying overnight and we we didn't even like send uh we wanted to have cardboard cutouts of our uh of our characters standing up you know four foot tall six foot tall things to like these guys you would you would pose with these guys but they were much bigger and they were hand painted because for some reason i i guess we didn't think or we thought it'd be too expensive to uh you know, just like send an image to a a cardboard cutout facility and they would do it for a budget. We hand painted, me and Harry, these things and it took days and we were cutting it and sanding it and painting it like, and I still have a lot of them. Um, but uh, it was like we were doing fine art and then we were hanging them from the ceiling with fish, fish uh, string and they were hanging from the clouds and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And to put the fucking cherry on top of it all, um, Mark Ruffalo and his beautiful daughter came to uh, support. Um, His daughter was a fan, um, which makes him a fan by proxy. But uh, my favorite Avenger, the Hulk, came, and uh, he was the coolest dude, man. Him and I talked forever, all night. He came during the section of the night where it was like an actual talk um, like the, the, the majority of the daytime part of the event was, you know, come in, you would walk through, experience the art, take pictures with the art, the characters, hang out with your friends. That was the day part. The, the night part was, uh, like a talk, like a one hour talk, Q and a, um, moderated by my buddy, Sam Sheffer, who was like asking us about the, our creative process. And me and Harry kind of, uh, uh, hopefully gave out really good insight to, uh, the people that the 200 people that RSVP'd for that section of the night, and it was so cool, man. Because like people rolled up wearing like my pink and blue hoodies that they bought a month prior, and um, they were all just showing support. And I was I was able to like meet these people in the flesh and just hear their stories. And um, you know they were telling me about how like videos got them through tough times, and 
Um, that's that shit I live for. That's that ultimate validation right there is like hearing from the actual people. Like after a while, the pixels on the screen, they, don't, they, they only mean so much. But once you meet a person or two and they're telling you like what your art and your videos means to them, you can't beat that feeling. You really can't. And um, um, so, yeah, Mark Ruffalo and his daughter and her and the daughter's friend came for that section and, and they sat front row and it was amazing and uh, they just literally, you know, like, were laughing and having a good time. And, and I realized that it was like a break for them. You know, like, this was also, like, the weekend after Endgame uh, played in theaters. Like, I watched Endgame, one of the uh, first night premieres, the weekend before. Um, so I assume it was a busy time in their lives. And uh, they were, like, just wrapping up press and all these events and shit. And then uh, they come to my small time event, you know, just to, like hang out and Mark Ruffalo was a, a excellent dad for bringing his daughter and um, it was all love and we all had a great time and it was a uh, you know again like stuff like that was just it's just very validating to someone who works hard and they have a vision and I know growing up I had a vision and I, I, I knew I just a I wanted to get out of my hometown and B I wanted to draw for a living beyond that I didn't really know what the vision was was I didn't know how to go about doing it. I just hoped that I would figure it out along the way. And I'm 24 now. I'm turning 25 in October, so I have a few more months. But I remember when I turned 20, 20 years old, I uh, I took a very sad boy walk down my block on Long Island. It was like raining. I had an umbrella, and uh, this is like so emo. But I I uh, I just walked around, and I was like, okay. I pretty much have five years to figure out what I want to do. I knew a little bit what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do uh, film type of stuff and, and videos, but um, I was no by no means financially independent from my parents. I was still in college. And um, by the way, not saying that you have to have it figured out by 25. This was just you know what I wanted to do for myself. That's how I felt like things should go in my my life plan. And uh, I was like, I have five years to figure it out. And it didn't sound like a lot of time. And I was getting like all introspective and freaking out a little bit. But slowly, piece by piece, every year, uh, a right piece was in the right spot. And it just kept building. And um, by 21, I was much happier than I was at 20. By 22, I was much happier than I was at 21. And it kept building. And, and I've been very lucky these past few years, granted. Um, uh, and I hope it keeps going like this, although I should, you know, maybe, uh, you know, not, uh, I, I should expect the unexpected at all times, but, um, ideally like it keeps going like this and, and I'm, if it were, if it were to all stop now is what I'm saying. If it were to all stop now, I'd be very happy that it got to this point. Um, and that's what I mean. Validation along the way. Now these are big boy, uh, validating goals that I hit. And, uh, you know, it's, I'm very lucky and by no means should this have happened to me. And I feel like, uh, although I did put in the hours, I was also very lucky. Um, validation comes in just different forms, man. And, uh, uh, growing up, it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's, there's different forms of validation that are smaller. Like you show somebody your video that you spent all night editing or a week editing and it's, you just show your cousin or your brother or your friend your video in your bedroom and they laugh how that's validating as hell and then you go to the next point you know and I, I feel like it just takes like multiple points of 
of validation along the way to keep you going. When that validation is going to hit, who knows? But it, uh, they're coming, and 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 cherish those moments because uh, those are those are memories um, that uh, you'll remember forever. You know, write it down. Like I said in the last podcast, write your shit down in a notebook, little diary, energy. Um, Anyway, that was my rant. I hope that somebody gets, uh, you know, value out of that. But uh, seriously, like, um, thank you for 2 million subscribers. I can't thank you guys enough. And uh, we have a question from uh, that underscore weirdo. Dude, I, I'm not wearing my hat for the first time. Um, and uh, it's bothering me. Like, my hair came out good today. I was like, ooh, boy, we're gonna wear a hat today. And um, it's bothering me because the headband keeps sliding off because I guess my hair is too luscious and soft. I don't know. Um, uh, hey, Cool Man Coffee Dan, your new podcast is already fire. Thank you. Uh, you said that we could DM you on Instagram. Uh, here I am. Yes, here you are. Um, uh, I love to write, but I went. I want to be an author someday. With all this quarantine going on, I have no inspiration in my notebook with my good writings and notes are in my school locker. Damn. Um, I have a story I'm writing and I want to start right, uh, continue writing it, but I have no inspiration. Do you have any suggestions on how to, uh, fix that? I know that you do a lot of drawing and you're really the only artist on, uh, YouTube that I watch. Um, well, thank you for watching. Um, I honestly have started to feel a little more sad or upset since this whole thing started and I have no inspiration to write. I can't express how I feel. If you have taken your time to read this, thank you very much. Well, yeah, I mean, shit, like, how would I not read this? Like, you're the homie. You're telling me that my podcast is fire. Um, and you're saying, that last line there, also your notebook diary is super cool. It reminds me of how mine is. Thank you so much. Boom. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, what's your name? Hannah? Um, Hannah, dude. I understand. Like, it's, it's tough to find inspiration right now. Um, and uh, I, I would say just make sure, like... Um, you're actively, uh, you know, taking in new forms of content that maybe you wouldn't have had time to watch, like, if this quarantine wasn't happening. Um, I heard that, like, a bunch of you guys started watching Midnight Gospel in the comments. I saw everybody was, like, super amped that I recommended it to them. It's crazy animation on Netflix series. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I think we're all going through this to some degree. Um, even I find myself, like, recycling some of the same ideas, like, literally like throw your mask on go for a walk get some fresh air and um you know something will come to you it's important to like make sure you know that um it's not the uh end of the world even though it feels like it and uh uh you know new ideas will come to you in one shape or another it's just like you got to make sure to catch them when they do i find that they've been coming at extremely um unproductive times like when I'm in the shower and I have to get out and type it on my phone or like when I'm literally like about to hit that REM sleep dog, uh, I have to get up and write it down. And it's like whenever creativity strikes, like you just got to roll with it and, uh, you know, like write it down. So um, but yeah, just like find those different s sources of creativity that you wouldn't have had time for before the quarantine. Hit that shit. Strike that while that's the iron's hot. And, uh, you know, like, uh, maybe it'll spark something in your brain. Um, but it is important and, uh, your notebook is safe in your locker. I'll make sure nobody takes it. I promise you that. Um, 
I feel like my New York accent is getting like really intense. Um, I feel like when I, whenever I'm in like someone else's video or like on someone else's podcast, they always bring up the fact that I'm from New York. And uh, in the beginning, it was flattering. But uh, lately, like people have been pointing out more and more. Um, my girlfriend started like making fun of it more and more. And I'm like, dude, like, I don't know what to say. Like, this is how I talk. Like, people think I'm like trying to be tough guy. Um, I remember I was in a vlog, Jonah's, Jonah's vlog from the vlog squad. And he was like, uh, uh, I feel like, like this guy's from New York. I feel like he's going to like kick my ass any second. I'm like, uh, and I'm just like there talking like I talk, talking with my hands. I'm like, fuck, like, I'm not trying to come off as like a dick or like a tough, like wannabe tough guy or anything. Um, but it's just how I talk. And, um, like people are like, how do you say coffee? And I'm like, coffee. And they're, then they laugh. And I'm like, how the fuck are you supposed to say coffee? I, like I, coffee. C-A-W-F-E-E is how it sounds. Coffee. Coffee. My aunts and my uncles, like, they live on Long Island. Sounds even worse. They say, like, coffee, water. Yo, we're from Long Long Island. Um, But I'm not like that. I say it, I guess, like, a little bit more uh, restrained, a little more at bay. Um, But, uh, you know, it's, it's a New York accent. I get it. But I don't know, like... I, I'm also like living in uh, LA right now. I'm like stuck here for the quarantine. I was supposed to just be here for a few months. Um, but uh, I guess it's like accentuated here because like people from LA definitely don't talk like this. Um, and uh, it's uh, it, it hits them like hard. So like when I'm like talking just how I talk, they're like, oh, oh my God. Oh, oh my, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Are you from New York? Oh my God. Oh my God oh my god and i'm like yeah um i'm from new york and they're like oh my god oh my oh my god oh my oh oh." they're like don't hit me don't hit me um and uh i never do i never hit them um and uh 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 that's just the way i am like i don't hit people but i do have a new york accent like yes yes i do um thank you for pointing it out namaste but uh it's not going anywhere it's not going away i even think if i were to like you know, stuck, be stuck in quarantine for 50 more years in LA here. I don't think my New York accent would go away. Um, and, uh, I like talking how I talk. Nobody should change just because people laugh at you. Um, and maybe that's the concluding thought. You know, I feel like, uh, most of this podcast was me reminiscing about, uh, um, and being all uh, sad boy and, and, uh, not, that's not the word, uh, like, uh, like a bittersweet about hitting 2 million, uh, subscribers, which I I want, I really do want to just thank everybody for. Um, and uh, you know, I'm just thinking about like all the hard work and all the memories that came to together to to get me where I am um, here. And and like I said, I couldn't be more grateful, and I, I definitely do feel lucky. Um, and all the memories along the way, it's just like top notch, like top of the shelf memories um, that uh, I wouldn't trade for the world. And I'm excited for more. Um, I, I am using this time in seclusion to uh, um, double down on the projects. I'm tackling huge, huge projects that I can't wait to announce to you guys. Um, I got to invest in a new chair, huh? This chair is so squeaky. Um, not not, not good squeaky. <laughs> There's not a difference. Um, squeaky is all bad. There's no... I struggle to think of like one instance where squeaky would be good. Um, because even like with a mouse, you, everybody hates mice. For the most part, 
Um, but you wouldn't even call like your you wouldn't call like oh like this endearing lovable mouse ratatouille is squeaky. You, no, you wouldn't say that. You would say uh, oh he's like he's like well refined with French cuisine and culture. Um, you wouldn't say he's squeaky. Squeaky's bad. Squeaky door bad. Squeaky chair bad. Um, but yeah, guys, I think I, I think uh, um, you know find your ideas, find your your creative sources during this quarantine and. And introduce some new fun ideas that you wouldn't have uh, put into your brain otherwise while you got this time. That's what I'm doing. Um, watching cool shit. Working on some big projects. Like I said, can't wait to announce very soon. And um, thank you for, for watching. Thank you for all your time spent here. I feel like this was like a nostalgic episode here. Episode 3, we're already getting nostalgia um but uh that's just well that's just how it is here at that's really cool man you don't know what you're gonna get are you gonna get laughs or are you gonna are you gonna get uh rashes <laughs> um yeah cool man coffee dan ointment coming soon peep it on the merch store um and make sure you subscribe and like and follow this podcast leave a review like i said if you're listening on apple Podcasts, really helps me out um, if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe here, leave a little comment, and uh, tell a friend about this podcast if you think they might get a little something something out of it. Um, and uh, I know this podcast is like uh, doing a lot for me. I'm so glad I started this. And uh, I've been looking forward to every week um, getting to do this and connect more with you guys. So uh, I'll see you next week. Stay safe. Make sure that you water your flowers and eat your vegetables. And uh, uh, fix your squeaky chairs, fix your squeaky doors, and fix your squeaky mouse. Um, That's it, guys. I'll see you next week. Peace.